You're listening to BG Mania for May 2nd, 2018. On with the show. To BG Mania, a video game music podcast found right here on Level Down Games. I'm Brian, joined as always this week by the self-proclaimed king of Long Island, Frank. Hey, kids. Before we get into the rest of the excellent music we have lined up for your listening pleasure today, we want to let you know the following is brought to you by Technisport Gaming Chairs. Are you in need of a new chair for your office, studio, or gaming space? Technisport is one of the leading manufacturers for gaming-related chairs. In fact, scholars have long debated the origins of the Pro Gamer series. The most common theory is that a mad scientist created the first prototype by crossing a racing car with a lazy boy. However, gamers claim to have known these creatures for thousands of years, and some streamers insist that they have always existed right here in cyberspace. Go to technisportusa.com and use the offer code LDG. Stands for Level Down Games. Offer code LDG to save 10% when making a purchase. If you're interested in helping us out here at Level Down Games, all of our affiliate links can also be found in the YouTube description box in all of our videos and in the descriptions for our podcasts on podcast services. We've got Technisport Gaming Chairs, Amazon, Origin PC, Ender Razor. Thanks in advance for all of the support. Last but not least, if you don't currently subscribe to our YouTube channel or the podcast, we got a lot of great content you may be interested in. Simply search Level Down Games on any podcast app of your choice to see a list of our shows. And special shout out, we're now on Stitcher as well, thanks to a request. So we're on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher, as well as TuneIn. All of our shows, Max Level, BG Mania, Glow, and Revisiting the Classics. We also have a YouTube channel that sees at least one new video uploaded to it daily, and again, that can be found by searching for Level Down Games on YouTube. We'd love to see you around more often in our community, and we'd also love to hear from you too. If you want to contact the show, feel free to send an email to bgmania at leveldowngames.com. We're always looking for additional requests for upcoming episodes, including Radio Hour and our themed weeks. You can also send us general questions or thoughts related to video games or gaming music, or even personal questions if you have questions about myself and Frank. All requests will eventually make it into one of our shows and any good questions will be discussed on the air i'm excited for today's episode we've got 16 tracks all from various games in the james bond franchise spread out throughout history this is gonna be a fun one 
James Bond. 007. 007, baby. 007. License to kill. Uh, quick, uh, uh, let's let's give a little history with our with our, you know, explorations with James Bond. Uh, in terms of the movies, I've only seen a couple of them. I haven't seen all of them. What? I've only seen a couple. I own every single James Bond movie on Blu-ray and I've seen them all. Do you really? Uh-huh. That's awesome. So you're a huge you're a huge Bond fan. Absolutely 100%. Okay. Yeah. See, I, I am a Bond fan, but I, I've only seen some of the movies. I actually haven't seen them all. Um, but I've played every Bond game for the most part since Goldmine and 7. I played just about every one of them, except for some of the more obscure okay. early on Witcher ones. Yeah. Uh, Goldmine 007 was my my introduction to the Bond franchise in terms of video games. But I have gone back and played some of the older ones since. And I may have some picks from some of these older games today on the show. So nice. it'll be fun. It'll be fun. Um, but the opening track that brought us in there was your first pick for this episode. So what was that? That was the title theme from The World Is Not Enough. Um, a game, a on, game that I still own. Uh, that was on uh, GameCube. Oh, sorry, N64 and PlayStation. N64 and PlayStation 1. I had the N64 version. Nowhere near as good as GoldenEye, but it's still fun. Now, this game was composed by Neil Baldwin. Okay. Uh, so he's a British composer. He actually did some music. Um, brother to, brother yeah. to Alec. Yes, exactly. Is, it, is he really? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> in, in, in 91, he actually composed the music for James Bond Jr. on the NES. Okay. Nice. Uh, he's also, in, in 94, he did uh, Brutal Pause of Fury, that fighting game. Yeah. The animals. Uh, in 98, he did Mortal Kombat 4. Really? Uh, 99, okay. Mortal Kombat Gold. Uh, but The World Is Not Enough, he came out in 2000. He also does the music for... Uh, he's audio lead, not the composer, for 007 Nightfire, which I believe has the best music in the whole series. Which we'll be playing a track from later on in the episode. You bet your bippy. Yep. We, I know. I know. Well, there you actually had several selections from Nightfire, but we had to narrow it down because you can only actually play eight selections on the show today. But you had you had you had several selections from Nightfire. I was gonna play the I was gonna play the whole soundtrack for you guys, but apparently that's not allowed. No, uh, man. You gotta switch it up. Gotta switch it up. Why not? Uh, you ever play? You, you play this then. This is this is a N sixty four game. You play yeah. the World's Animal. Yeah, I, I I I've played them all since Goldeneye 007, and I actually own a majority of them. The only one I don't own are the I think the two most recent ones, um, but but I actually purchased all of them as well. So I actually have I still have this cartridge upstairs in my bin for the N sixty four. So I'll ask you now, which do you find to be the better game? I mean, obviously the nostalgia factor is always going to say Goldeneye, which is a great game, but this I think is the sequel. I think Goldeneye is the better game. And I agree. And, I, I agree and, I, and I've played both of them within the past five years to where I could say that for certainty. Okay. Like I said, I, this is a, it's a great game in general, so I'm not, I'm not even going to take that away from it, but uh, I do think Old and I was a little bit better. Yeah. Uh, the, world, the world is not enough, definitely. It had some issues to me. I, I, did, I didn't feel like, even back then, I didn't feel like it was a, a better game than GoldenEye 007. I didn't, unfortunately. Um, some of the ones on the PS2 and the GameCube that I played, I felt were better than GoldenEye, but... Goldeneye still to me will always be number one just because of the nostalgia factor and the fun that I had on the N64 with that multiplayer. Like no other Bond game ever recaptured that multiplayer feel for me after that. Uh, I I, I definitely understand that. Yeah, I I definitely think no other game even came close to multiplayer, which is unfortunate. Let's go ahead and move into my first pick. Like I said, I I, I actually put mine in in terms of release year again. So I'm going to start with the old and we're going to work our way up to the new. We're going to go all the way back to the Commodore 64. Ooh. A game that came out in 1985 from A View to Kill. This is the intro theme. 
And that was the intro theme to A View to Kill from the Commodore 64. Now, this is a track I know that you were actually interested in picking. I, I really was. I wanted the song a lot, but I couldn't find a good version of it. And I'm glad you did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Found, found a great found a great version of it, actually. That was, a, that was a fantastic version of the Commodore 64. I'm glad you hunted that down because this yeah. is one of my original picks. Like, okay, cool. When you, when, you say, when you say put together a list, I was like, for one, it's one of my favorite Bond movies. Most people don't agree with that, but because you know, I, I fell in love with it from the Duran Duran song. Yeah. Well, interesting you say that because the music for the Commodore 64 version, which is what we played there, was actually written and composed by Anthony Tony Crowther, and it consists of two covers. One of the famous James Bond theme by uh, Monty Norman, and the second is the Duran Duran theme for the film. So those are the only two songs that actually exist in this game on the Commodore 64. Um, Anthony Anthony Crowther, though, some of the other games he did, he was obviously mostly... um, relevant back in the Commodore 64 era from 1983 until about 1994 up through the Amiga. But he has done some recent things. um, Well, recent in terms of a few years ago Uh, in 2010 and 2011. He did the music for Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows part one and two on PS3, Xbox 360, Wii and PC. Before that, he did music for Trivial Pursuit. He did some music for Burnout Paradise, Battlefield 2, Modern Combat, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. And then a bunch of other random stuff. Again, Amiga, Commodore 64 type of games. So, but uh, yeah, no, he definitely has, you know, he was one of the more popular Commodore 64 composers back in the 80s. So kind of cool to think about. It's pretty cool. But I love this track and I love the, I love the sound of the Commodore 64, dude. Uh, I also fell in love with the Amiga way of making music. So just wait, just wait. All right. I'm going to spoil you now with my next pick. Okay. This is going to be from the game from Russia with Love. This track is Big Ben.
And that was Big Ben from the game from Russia with Love. That sounds composed, so familiar to me. You ready for this, Brian? Composed Why? by Christopher Leonard's. Okay. I know him. Medal of Honor. Um, Absolutely. Right. Yeah, from, from, from our Medal of Honor series or the, the episode we did on Medal of Honor. But he's also the composer behind Mass Effect 3. So I do in a heartbeat. You know who it is. Yeah, it's of course I do. I know Christopher Lennitz. So uh, on top of that, he's done music for you know movies and he, he won a Grammy with uh, the group Azamatli. OK, wasn't he also the compo- if I remember correctly from the Metal Gear or not Metal Gear uh, Medal of Honor episode, he was also working on the recently canceled Scalebound before yes, they, he was. Yeah. I remember, I remember that fact from that episode. So I think he's won just about every award out there. He's, he's an, um, a Grammy Award winner, an Emmy Award winner, uh, video game awards for best TV music scores. He's done the music for Supernatural. The guy is a tour de force. And it's crazy because he's only in his like mid forties, if I'm not mistaken. Forty six years there you old. Go. There you yeah. go. I, I I remember from that particular episode because we looked him up when we were doing the Medal of Honor uh, episode. So, yeah. I, and that's exactly what I was thinking, too, when I was hearing this. Like, I even told you when we were listening, this sounds so familiar to me. It sounds like something I've heard before. But as soon as you said his name, I was like, OK, yeah, it definitely sounds like Medal of Honor. It does. Like I said, I, I knew you'd know who that was in a heartbeat. I, even, you go, I know this. And I was telling him off the phone. Yeah. I was like, don't worry, Brian. You'll get it. You'll know it. Yeah. No, I, I'm gl- I'm glad that actually, you know, that, that that's who that is, because that's awesome, dude. Such a great track, too. I mean, it's. It, just with, with this track and every track you probably hear today, you're definitely going to hear that classic James Bond reprise for the do, most do, part. Do, 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 do. <laughs> which, all them, my, which, being a big Bond fan, that is somewhere on my phone as some kind of ringtone or notification. Mm-hmm. Of course. It have to be. It would have to be. All right, Brian. Hit, hit me with your best. What you got? All right. Well, let's go from 1985 to 1988. We're going to go. Here, here. So we're going to take a look at the title screen from Live and Let Die.
And that was the title screen from Live and Let Die. Obviously, uh, Live and Let Die. I'm assuming you, I, I, I was waiting for you to bust in the song. Well, hey, when you were young and your heart was an open book, you used to say Live and Let Live. Yeah, that is true. Guns, you know you did, you know you did, you know you did. Guns N' Roses said it best. Yes, but if in this ever-changing world in which you live in makes you keep up and cry. Da-da-da. Say Live and Let Die. <laughs> Yep, that is from the Amiga version of the game. So, again, this was released back in 1988 for the Amiga, the Atari ST, the Armstrad CPC, the Commodore 64, and the ZX Spectrum. Uh, it was composed by Mark Cooksey. Mark Cooksey, one of the most popular Commodore 64 composers that out there. But he did obviously, obviously compose for the Amiga. He has composed for the Game Boy, including the Color and the Game Boy Advance, the PC, SNES, and PlayStation. Um, but that's really all that he's done. He really hasn't done anything since the, the late 90s slash early 2000s. Uh, he's most famous for doing the music for Ghosts and Goblins. So, which is a great okay. game and a great series nonetheless. So, but yeah, no, Mark Cooksey, man. And if you just listen to that track, man, the Amiga... And I've known this from other listening to other music podcasts before we started our own. The Amiga has a great sound chip in it, and the Amiga produces fantastic music. So we're definitely going to have to explore some more Amiga stuff in the future here on the show, and maybe do an entire episode even dedicated to the Amiga sometime in the future. All right. We're definitely down with that. Uh, for my next pick, the composer is a little unknown, but it's actually rumored to be, believe it or not, Mark Cooksey. Really? You're saying that? Yes, they're saying that he possibly was the composer for this one. Okay, because obviously this, he did do some, like I said, he did do some Game Boy music, so. Yeah, so this is James Bond 007, the Game Boy game. This is the Russian bass. Comrades was Russian bass on the James Bond 007 game <laughs> on the Game Boy. Potentially composed by Mark Cooksey. Possibly. Potentially. Uh, they said it was. It's they literally when I read online, it's unknown. But they said it was possibly the person who did the compo uh, compositions for the Amiga and ZX Spectrum. So. Okay. Okay. So, it, so there's a good chance. Uh, yeah, that, that that's a great chance then for sure. A great chance. Um, 
I've never played this game, but I definitely want to. Okay. Um, if as a child I knew there was a Game Boy game with James Bond, I would have had it in a heartbeat. It's surprising to me that you didn't actually know this game existed. I knew this game existed, but you being such a big Game Boy gamer back in the day, it surprises me that you actually didn't know about this one. I mean, you have to realize that back in the day, there was no like release dates or anything like that. So no, nothing that would like jump out and scream at you that this game was out and you walk up to the wall of games. True. Th- th- you know, if it's not AAA, it's not jumping right out at you. True. Now that I know that it exists, uh, I will probably pick this up because I do have my Super Game Boy still hooked up. Do you really? Day. I the, certainly do. Is the Super Game Boy, is that the one that actually connects to the... Um, Super Nintendo? Super, the Super Nintendo, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I'll definitely pick this up because it can't be, can't be too much money. Uh, I got there's it. A, there's, a, there's a retro game store nearby that I like to support. So okay. I'll see if they have a, co- see if they have a copy of this and uh, I'll play this one out because... See if they do. I've, pl- I've played just about every other games one game. Why, why wouldn't I want to play this one? That'd be awesome if they actually had it. You can actually do that for an episode of Revisiting the Classics. That'd be fun. That would be awesome. Yeah. But, uh, That'd be I'm, fun. Gonna add to my, I'm gonna add it to my little list of things to do over here. So make, make, make a note to, to stop at the local store and uh, check I out. This, tomorrow, <laughs> I was going there tomorrow no matter what. So now it's now have a shopping list. There you go. So now you can take a look for uh, James Bond 007 on the uh, on the old Game Boy. Let me take you trip back. Let me take you back. I'm going to take you back to... We're going to 1989 now. So one year after I was last at. So 1989. We're sticking with the Amiga. We're sticking with the Amiga. This is the title theme for License to Kill. And that was the title theme from License to Kill on the Amiga. I told you, man, the Amiga has great music. And Brian, stop. You stop right now. Well, stop what? 
The retro music thing is my spiel. How dare you? Okay, well, when you submitted your tracks to me that you wanted to play on this episode, I noticed you didn't have any retro ga- Bond games on there. You you literally, the oldest you had was Goldeneye. Well, I did that despite you. Well, so then, I, so then I went and explored all the retro games from like the Amiga and the Commodore, and I found some great tracks. Despite me? How dare you? I found some great tracks. So that's what I'm playing. I'm the jerk, Brian, not you. Well, oh, wait. Maybe- we still are. Uh, no, uh, dude, awesome, awesome pick, dude, awesome pick. Maybe you should have explored the soundtracks a little bit more. Awesome, awesome pick, man. I was so shocked for this Amiga sounds. Like I didn't know. Yeah, Amiga has great music, man. So I, I think we're gonna pencil in an Amiga episode sometime this summer. I think we're gonna do an episode focused specifically on Amiga music, and just kind of explore that entire catalog because the Amiga can do some great sounds. Uh, this was composed by David Whitaker. Um, mostly famous back in the 80s and early 90s for music. Again, he was kind of predominant in the Commodore 64 and Amiga era. His most successful compositions appeared on the Amiga with games such as a game I know you've heard of, Shadow of the Beast. That's, oh, yes. the, that's the most popular game he did back in the Amiga days. But he also did Obliterator on the Amiga, Beyond the Ice Palace, and Speedball. On the Commodore 64, his most popular compositions include Glider Rider, Storm, Street Surfer, and Armageddon Man. So he, he was just another one of those guys that was very uh, popular back in the Amiga days, which, if you remember, Tim Fallon got his start on the Amiga as well. He did. He did. Absolutely. Yeah. A lot, a lot of these a lot of these guys did. A lot of these good guys did. Daniel Barrett, uh, Matt Bealby, Fred Fish, Tim Fallon. A lot of these famous composers really out, started out on the on the Amiga. So good stuff. And I love this track. Like I said, the Amiga can do some great things. So I'm really looking forward to our episode this summer on the Amiga music. Since you called me out on it, Brian. Since you said something to me about my, my oldest game being from Goldeneye, I'm actually going to pick something from Goldeneye. Oh, you're going retro. I'm going retro. All the way back to 1997. <laughs> <laughs> this is multiplayer stage five. That was multiplayer level five from Goldeneye 007. It's a great track. I mean, the whole game has a great soundtrack. It really does. Uh, it really does. 
I, I've, t I've actually picked songs from this game before, mm -hmm. which kind of which kind of made it so I couldn't pick them again. There's the special rule here. As, the, as the rule goes, man, we got to stick to that rule because there's just really the reason that I put that rule in place when we started this podcast is because there's so much music out there. It's that a it, good rule. We'll that it's <laughs> stupid to replay stuff. Like I really want to just keep the episodes unique and keep them, you know, with with tracks that we never have played before. The only episode, exactly. the only episodes where I'm okay with replaying stuff is our anniversary episodes. Now for this one. Uh, first of all, let's just let's get it right there. This is composed by Grant Kirkhope. Of course it is. Who's the friggin' man? Uh, we can listen to his accomplishments forever and ever and ever. Banjo Kazooie, ukulele, all these things, man. He's just yeah. so good. He's so good. But this song in particular, the reason I, I told Brian, the reason I picked this one is this is my favorite of the multiplayer levels mm -hmm. of the music boss. So the fact that I would actually restart the game at points just so when we do a multiplayer, I would hear this song. <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, honestly, you know me. I'm a big video game music guy in general. Yeah, me too. It was, it, it was, one, it was one of the rules because you couldn't pick. You couldn't just pick the song that, that they, went, they were random. Which kind of sucks that you like because you, you were able to customize so much in the multiplayer of that game. You were able to change the rules so much, but I just wish they would have let you pick the backing track that played as well. That would have been yeah. that would have made it almost damn near perfect. So that would have been great. Would have made my life a lot easier too instead of having constantly hit reset. I'm assuming uh, with a game track, you probably could have. Yeah, but I don't. I never use those things. That's really? cheating. You never use I a Game Shark? Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I still have. I have my Game Sharks for the SNES. Oh, no, I have a Game Shark for the N64 and a PlayStation One. I've got Game Genie for the uh, for the SNES, and then I have the Action Replay for the GameCube. Those are the yeah, ones so I ever had. I had it for the GameCube as well because I needed to get everything in Animal Crossing when it came to the video games that you could not get through codes. That's why I used it as well. Yeah. See, so, yeah. there you go. Yep. Because there were some games now you can actually access everything through universal codes because they actually, you know, they, de they deciphered the way that the codes work. And it, obviously now, you know, being 15 years after the game came out or 16 yeah, years exactly. after the game came out, <laughs> there's generators. All you got to do is download and say, I want this item and this is my town name and they just generate you a code. But back then when you and I were trying to find the universal codes for these things, because we were on the forefront of all that stuff back Super. in the day. Not everything could be accessed through Universal Codes. So Action Replay was the only thing, only way to get some of these bonus games that you couldn't obtain through the game, like that were given away in contests and that kind of stuff. So yeah, I use that's why I use my Action Replay as well. GoldenEye, this track's so good, like I said, and uh, not the last time we'll hear GoldenEye today. I do have a track Ooh. coming up later from GoldenEye, but not yet, not yet. I'm keeping it more retro than GoldenEye for right now. We're gonna go to 1990s. So we're progressing by another year. We're still on the Amiga, Let's take a listen to the main theme from The Spy Who Loved Me. Yeah, hit it. 
And that little funky tune was the main theme from The Spy Who Loved Me. And I love that you pointed out we're listening to it. It's the 90s. It's got to have rap stuff on it. (laughs) I mean, the movie itself, The Spy Who Loved Me, the main theme was done by Carly Simon. Mm -hmm. So when this kicked in, I was like, oh, this is not the actual title theme. No. Um, it's just amazing to me listening to these tracks, just what the Amiga was capable of, man. And you even heard K.K. Slider make an appearance there at the end of the song from Animal Crossing. <laughs> I love this track, dude. I absolutely love this. Um, again, it was released back in 1990 for the Amiga. It also came out on the Atari ST, the uh, the Amstrad CPC, Commodore 64, uh, ZX Spectrum, and the first time that it was on the MSDOS as well. Um, this was composed by Matt Furness, who we have mentioned on this podcast before why we've mentioned him i don't know i don't remember where we actually talked about him before on this podcast but we have i'm, ta- willing, to, I'm willing to bet it was a mortal Kombat uh, games we maybe about, but- maybe we have talked a lot we we matt furnace was mostly an amiga and a sega genesis composer so i mean that, that could have been possible during the mortal Kombat episode but i just remember talking about his name before i remember his name coming up on the show and us looking through it and seeing how many genesis and amiga games this guy actually composed but uh yeah, so so Matt Furness was was the one behind this track. Again, I absolutely love this sound. I love what the Amiga is capable of. I was looking up some uh, some facts on the Amiga, but then I'm, I decided, you know what? I may as well save those for the Amiga episode we do later this summer. Like, I, I think we'll save those for that. But uh, the, this just listening all this here, it, it's just getting me pumped up for that episode, dude. It really is. I can't wait. Hey, it's gonna be an awesome episode. Yeah. And again, every track we've heard so far has had that little James Bond theme in there. Do do ba do 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 do. They work in one way or the other. <laughs> Except this one, you had some rapid. Hey, uh uh uh, yo, uh uh uh, Donkey Kong. His name is James Bond, and he's here for you. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay, so cool I'm gonna go. Let's slide, 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 slide something a little more retro from the Quantum of Solace. Oh, so retro. This song, Was this 1974? This is when nobody loves you.
and that was When Nobody Loves You from the Quantum of Solace video game. One of the rare instances where the video game theme is a thousand times better than the shitty movie theme. Are you... Wasn't the the movie theme done by Adele? No, Skyfall. That's oh, Skyfall. 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 <laughs> How dare you talk about our queen? Are you trying to go back to the whole issue we talked about last week when you were in your psychiatrist and all that kind of stuff? Are you, are you trying to give us an idea when, when nobody loves you? Is this? Are you trying to like play on the emotional boundaries of Frank again? Oh, no, no. That's been solved. I'm loved. By who? I have, the love, I have the love and support of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you found Jesus in between last week and this week? <laughs> so this is performed by Curly. She's an Estonian uh, singer and songwriter. Okay. Uh, she uh, did the, She did a song for Quantum Sol. She also did the Punisher Warzone uh, soundtrack. She did the song Bulletproof for them. Okay. Um, she's actually, she's on the rise. She, she's done quite, quite a few things uh, throughout the years. Little bits and pieces here for, for different random movies that you've never but heard of. she's just a singer, though. Do you know who actually she, composed it or no? She, she, uh, she did. It was she, her song. She actually compo- sang, she, she composed she the just, whole thing? She's a singer-songwriter. Okay, okay. And I had another fact for her, but I lost it. So it couldn't be too important. <laughs> Makes sense. Makes sense. I, I had a liner note and it disappeared. Oh, damn. Just like the love, uh, just like the love. Uh, that... Actually, I do, I do have it up to here. Go to hell, Brian. Okay. Because uh, <laughs> where yeah, is the love? The love. Uh, the, the American singer Demi Lovato, her, her hit song Skyscraper, mm-hmm. which you may have heard if you listen to pop music, was actually written by Curly. Okay. Okay. So, so there you go. Okay. I, so I, I like some Demi Lovato stuff, but not much. But I know the song. Uh, this is the the first of maybe a couple more uh, awesome vocal tracks that I have for you guys today. Yeah, you decided to pull out some vocal stuff on the episode today. You decided to go. To hit, sp- I, I want to hit you all right in the feels. Is it because you need you need them to feel the way you do? Everybody hurts sometimes. <laughs> all right, so hold on. So hold on. Hold on. Okay, your turn. <laughs> to the nights. <laughs> Hold on to her memories. I wish that I could give you more. <laughs> why are we, singing, why are we singing, singing Richard, Richard Marks? Marks? <laughs> how, how well this show has fallen. Oh man, we're just we're just continuing to downfall further and further. Let's move on to the Sega Genesis from James Bond 007 The Duel. This is Caveman Rock.
And that was Caveman Rock from James Bond 007 The Duel. Again, this was released on the Sega Genesis, and I the year was 1993. Guess who the composer was? Grant Kirkhope. No, Matt Furness, back to back. Oh, look at that. <laughs> My man Matt just knocking it out of the park. Yeah, back to back. Again, like I said, he was mostly uh, predominantly known for his Amiga compositions in the Sega Genesis. So yeah, this was done by Matt Furness once again. Great track here. I never played this game. The cover is awesome, dude. The cover is great for this game. I actually looked at the cover. It is pretty cool. Yeah, the cover the cover's freaking cool on this game. But um, yeah, just another action video game. James Bond. I thought maybe it was going to have something more like to like maybe multiplayer stuff because it's called The Duel. But it's not. It's not. So I don't know. It's, it's definitely, uh, it says the game is often compared to Namco's Rolling Thunder series, although it was much less popular with the critics. Uh, it's sitting at a, for reviews, Sega Master Force, which was a publication, gave it an 84%. That's the only review it's that's a, out there for this game. It's not a bad score at all. It's not a bad score at all, no. But uh, I'd be interested in checking this out. But the music's great. I listened to the entire soundtrack for this game. This is the one that stood out to me the most. But uh, the entire soundtrack of this game is really cool. Definitely worth listening to. That was a good pick. Good pick. And that'll be my last retro game for today. My no last way. my last three games are actually more current. This will be my last retro game as well. Okay. I'll be picking from Tomorrow Never Dies. This will be the Market District. And that was the Market District from Tomorrow Never Dies. Uh-huh. I spoiled you again, didn't I, Brian? No. I gave you a little. I gave you a little Tommy Tallarico. I you wouldn't know, was you wouldn't know from that. Yeah, I was <laughs> gonna say when you told me this was Tommy Tallarico because I listened to the soundtrack and I never put two and two together that it was Tommy I'm, Tallarico. Let, let, let me reel it back a little bit. This is the music was done by the Tommy Tallarico Studios. So ah, this is okay. Just, <laughs> so it wasn't actually know, it wasn't actually him. 
No, this is just, this is just uh, his team doing the music for this one. Okay. Uh, if it was Tommy Tyler Rico, this would have been a high speed metal. Awesome right, song. which is which is why I said like when I listen to this whole soundtrack, I remember the soundtrack, yeah. and it's not that good. But I wanted to represent this uh, this game one way or another because it's bad. Uh, yeah, because we like bad games. Of course, so we I do. found the but I found the best song on this horrible, horrible soundtrack. It's a horrible, horrible game. This game is not good. No, I, I you know looking back on it, this is definitely a bad game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like I said, I, I, I want that I be all over the place with my games. Right, right. Um, this is definitely not the worst soundtrack uh, in all of the Bond games. It's not. About, it's not. There, there, there is the game 007 Legends. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'd be hard pressed to find a song on there that you would even remotely like. Uh, and I listen, you know, me and Brian, we listen to the soundtracks to all these games. So I, I put a whole week's worth of mm-hmm. <laughs> listen to these songs. Uh, like I said, Nightfire is probably my favorite. 007 Racing is pretty bad, too. It's worse than that. It's worse than that. <laughs> I, I, Brian, I ranked them. Okay. Because you, you gave me the whole list of Bond games that we're going to look look into. And which one are you saying is worse than 007 Racing? 007 Legends. Okay. The mo- probably, I think it's the most recent game, too, if I'm not mistaken. It is. It is. Sucks. I know for a fact it's the most recent game. Okay, there we go. Sucks. <laughs> if, you, if, you have, if you have anything from it, we can end this episode now. Because okay. you were wrong. Okay. Do you have anything from that game? I guess you'll have to find out. Oh, God, no. Please don't, Brian. Uh... So yeah, so tomorrow, this game came out in 99 uh-huh. on the Sony PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's about all the nice things I have to say about that. Okay. <laughs> well, let's go ahead and move into a good game then. Let's go ahead and move to a good game and a good track. So, like I said, I'm done with retro. So I'm actually going to GoldenEye 007 on the N64 because it's not a freaking retro game. Like you, you tried to claim it was earlier. We're going to move to the second track we have from GoldenEye today. This is The Silo.
And that was Silo from GoldenEye 007. As we mentioned earlier, this was composed by the legendary Grant Kirkhope. Which, again, if you remember back when I was talking about Grant the first time, I saw that uh, IMAX thing of him in the planetarium in Columbus, Ohio during GDEX in, uh, in 2016. Fantastic, dude. I absolutely loved that. It was so good. So I love that they did that. love that they paid homage to Grant. Uh, really good. And obviously, we already talked about Golden Eye, so we're not really going to talk about it again. You even said such a cliched pick when, when we started playing it. Yeah. But it's, I mean, it's, it's one of the best tracks in the game. It is. Uh, I tried to ski away from the popular, but... Mm-hmm. I don't blame you because it's freaking it's popular for a reason. It's awesome. Yeah, no, it, it, and it's 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 definitely up there in my top two levels in the game for sure. Yes, yes. Yeah, potentially that one in the dam would be my, would be my top two. So, but I don't know. The dam has some good music too. The dam has some, some good music too. Some damn good music. Some damn uh, good music. I know. I actually considered playing that that damn track as well, but uh, I didn't play that damn track. So maybe we'll play that damn track some other time. <laughs> Yep. All right. Well, I'm going to hit you something really awesome from a very mediocre game. Uh, okay. This is, this is I'll Take It All from Bloodstone.
and that was I'll Take It All from 007 Bloodstone. I want it all. Yeah. I want it all. I want it all, and I want it now, Brian. Uh, <laughs> it's actually it's performed by an English singer. Okay. Uh, by Josh Stone. Uh, the other uh, artist who was performing there was Dave Stewart of the Eurythmics. Okay, cool. Um, so just a little already for, for Bloodstone real quick. This game... A game uh, I've not played. It's a game that many people don't like uh, because they, 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 they call it, the other nickname for this game is Call of Bond. Okay. It's a Call of Duty, Call of Duty Bond game. It's but does it have a single player campaign? It does. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, Better than Black Ops 4 then. There you go. Uh, performed by Joss Stone, as I said, she's uh, an English singer who... Uh, she's a mezzo-soprano who... Powerhouse singer. Powerhouse. She just mm -hmm. she, she kills it. She, she actually is a singer-songwriter and actress. Um, if you watch the uh, the show The Tudors, she played Anna Cleves. Okay. Not seen that uh, show, but I've heard of it. Oh, oh it's, it's a good show. Good, good performance. Uh, she does all kinds of soul music, and uh, I really like her. I actually have a lot of her on my iPod, because she got, she got a voice on her. She got some pipes. She does. She does. Uh, with the games, let's talk about the games. The game sucks. Okay, great. <laughs> I had a feeling. I've not, not played this one, and I heard bad things about it, so... Um, not the worst Bond game out there. Um, but like I said, it's just, it's a Call of Bond. It, 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 it's Call of Bond. It, it, it's, it's a, it's a Call of Duty knockoff. Man. Call of Bond. That's, that's, that's not what we want out of our, out of our games here. We, we want, you know, spy action. We want single player uh, campaigns. With a single player campaign. <laughs> <laughs> single player campaigns. All right. Well, for my second to last pick. I'm going to pick from a game that I'm surprised you actually didn't pick from because I really enjoyed this game. So we're going to go to 2004. We're going to go to 007 Everything or Nothing. This is the title theme.
And that was the title theme from 007, Everything or Nothing. This was released on February 17th, 2004. Actually, I still own this game on the Nintendo GameCube. And I liked this game. I really liked this game. Uh, and in fact, it's one of my favorite James Bond games. And it actually has good ratings on, on Metacritic and on, on game rankings. Like if you look at the GameCube and the PS2 version, they actually have 84 out of 100 on Metacritic and game rankings. So it's not a terrible game. Uh, it's actually pretty good. Uh, what's what's interesting though here? Obviously, you have a, a star-studded cast. So let's talk about the music for a second here. The it, the title track was actually performed by Maya, who also plays a character of the same name in the game. She actually plays Maya Starling, an NSA double agent who aids James Bond throughout his journey. Um, this title theme also has the distinction of being the only song from a James Bond video game that has been performed live, because a version of it was done on the Tonight Show with Jay Leno when this game was actually in and doing oh, like wow. marketing and that kind of stuff. So this this track this game this this track was actually performed live on the Tonight Show. Um, the rest of the soundtrack was composed by Sean Callery with additional music by Jeff Tomchuks. The rest of the soundtrack's not that good. I, I, I definitely look out it's not terrible. It's not the worst, but nothing really stood out to me that was amazing on the Everything or Nothing soundtrack. Um, other characters that are involved in this game though, like I said, it definitely has a star studded cast because you have James Bond who is Pierce Brosnan during this era. You know, that was that was who he was. Uh, M is done by Judy Dench, Q, John Cleese, Josh was done by Richard Keel. And then you have Willem Dafoe, who plays Nikolai Davoli in the game. You have Heidi Klum playing Katya Nadunva, Shannon Elizabeth as Serena St. Germain. Again, Maya as Maya Starling, James Arnold Taylor as Jack Mason, and Misaki Ito as Miss Nagai. So it's a star-studded cast for a James Bond game. Pierce Brosnan's a good James Bond. I mean, yeah, I, know, I know you said Sean Connery is your favorite. Pierce, Conner- Bro- Pierce Brosnan is my favorite Bond, but that's because it was my also my era of Bond. So uh, yeah, I mean, like Pierce Brosnan's up there. I mean, Sean Connery is definitely my favorite. Mm-hmm. Pierce Brosnan's maybe my number three. Okay, who's number two? Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig's a good Bond. Okay. Damn good bond. But yeah, that's the only track I actually picked that had vocals as well. I know it's a little poppier version than the stuff that I'm usually picking here on BG Mania, but I wanted to pick something from this game because I liked this game and I noticed you didn't pick anything from it. The only thing that was worth picking was the title theme, which funny enough, didn't even make the soundtrack. They did when they actually <laughs> when they actually released the soundtrack to, to be able to purchase on Rhapsody, they did not include the title theme on the soundtrack. I don't know Crazy. why. I don't know why. It plays right at the start of the game when you start the game. But yeah, it does not it does not appear on the official soundtrack. Oh, this is not fair, Brian. I only have one more pick left. I know you do. But I saved my best for last. Me too! Because this is from, after Goldeneye, my favorite James Bond game. 
uh, which I've mentioned before, is Nightfire. Mm -hmm. This song is called Merely Civilized.
And that was Nearly Civilized from 007 Nightfire. Good track. Uh, my second favorite 007 game of all the times. Behind Goldeneye? Behind Goldeneye, which I think is everybody's favorite. If, yeah. If you don't agree with that, you're a damn fool. Damn fool! So this song was performed by the British singer Estero. Okay. Um, this is the only thing she ever done for video games. Sure. Uh, she's not really she's not that big of a singer in general. Okay. No, no, dis- no disrespect to Estero. Just I haven't heard any of stuff from you. First, sure, sure, sure. sure. Uh, um, like I said, as far as multiplayer goes, my, or at least gameplay, probably my second favorite Bond game. Um, I, I, I really, really like this one. I uh, played the hell out of it on the GameCube. Okay. I, I played a lot of Nightfire as well. I played a lot of Nightfire when it came out. Obviously, Everything or Nothing, probably my maybe my second favorite game behind Goldeneye. All right. The one, that, the, the, the one that I just played, you know, a track from. But uh, between Everything or Nothing, Nightfire, and Goldeneye, I think is where I honestly spent most of my Bond experiences with when it comes to video games. That's okay. At least they're all better than that horrible, horrible abomination of the game, 007 Legends. Well, speaking of 007 Legends. Brian, if you do it. Oh, let's see another podcast anyway. Uh, you son of a. Don't, 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 don't you dare. Don't do it to me, Brian. So my last pick for today's episode, where we're going to be focusing on James Bond music. Uh, yeah, I, I have a track from 007 Legends because, again, I noticed you didn't pick anything from it. Oh, you and... think? Because it sucks. <laughs> it's not a good game. You're right. It's not a good game. And the soundtrack is uh, is not that stellar as well. Uh, I agree. If you <laughs> if you look at the Metacritic for 007 Legends, the Xbox 360 version sitting at a 45, PS3 versions at a 41, and the PC version... 26 out of 100. They're being generous. They're being generous. IGN actually gave it a four and a half. Game Informer gave it a four and a ten. Um, soundtrack is not that great, but there's a couple good tracks on there. And I, I, I think I, I think I picked the best one. Oh, my God. So you waded through the sea of shit to find something along the way. I absolutely did. I absolutely oh, Brian, did. Why, why are you doing this to me, Brian? I absolutely did. Well, because... It this first, is affecting our friendship. First of all, it's the end of the show. So you said earlier that if I played something from 007 Legends, we'd be ending the podcast, and that's still true. We're going to be ending the podcast with this song. Uh, <laughs> second of all, it's the most recent release, so it's the last time we actually saw a James Bond game, and I felt that we had to talk about it because it may be the reason we don't see another James Bond game in general. Yes, because it sucks. <laughs> exactly. Please, please, dear listeners, let Brian know how much this game sucks. I know it sucks. I'm telling you, I, I'm not telling you that it's a good game. I know this game sucks. Okay. I know this game's bad. Know, I, I, I let him know how much he sucks as well. <laughs> Brian underscore LDG. So, so my last pick for today's episode is On Her Majesty's Secret Service from, du- from, from 007 Legends. Are we? <laughs> um, yeah, this was composed by by two gentlemen, David Arnold and Kevin Kiner. Uh, they're both basically film composers. Um, Have they jumped off a bridge yet and killed themselves? <laughs> I don't think so, dude. <laughs> well, the time is now. Why? Because they suck. <laughs> Um, he is the composer behind Quantum of Solace for, uh, for for the for the Bond movie like that that he like David David Arnold actually composed the music Not for the best Quantum. Bond movie. <laughs> uh, he also did Casino Royale. That's a really good Bond movie. I'm not even gonna lie. Five of my favorites. He did hot. Uh, fu- he did hot fuzz. 
Uh, he did um, Too Fast, Too Furious. All right. Maybe you're not the worst of the worst. And he did okay, Zoolander. Just, okay, how about you just maim yourself, okay? Just so you learn the lesson. He also did The World Is Not Enough. I really do like that one. Actually, he's done most of them, dude. Well, kind of recently. He did uh, He did Independence Day in 96. Uh, he did Tomorrow Never Dies in 97. He did Godzilla in 98. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, so he did Godzilla in 98. Back off the bridge. <laughs> the only two video games he's ever done. Goldeneye 007, the re-release on the Wii, PS3, and 360. And then 007 Legends. The only two games he ever composed. Well, don't quit your day job. Stick with movies. Stick with movies. Stick with movies. But that's going to bring us to the close of the episode today. Unless you have anything else you wanted to discuss before we get on out of here. 007 Legend sucks. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of BG Mania. As I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, BG Mania is uploaded to iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher every Wednesday. Leaving us a rating and a review if you haven't already done so on either iTunes, Google Play. Can you even leave reviews on Stitcher? I don't even know. Uh, leaving us a review if you haven't done so already helps us out tremendously in terms of search results. If you have any ideas or requests for future episodes, remember to email us at bgmania at leveldowngames.com with those requests. If you're interested in supporting us here at Level Down Games, we can continue to do what we love and bring quality content like 007 Legends to you on a daily basis. Remember that we have affiliate links in the descriptions for all of our podcasts and on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher, as well as the description box on all of our YouTube videos. We've got Amazon, Technisport Gaming Chairs, Origin PC, and Razer. Supporting us through any or all of those affiliate links means the absolute world to us. To stay up to date on all things Leveldown Games, be sure to subscribe to us on YouTube. You can find our main account over on Twitter at OriginalLDG. I'm at Brian underscore LDG. Frank is at the Frankosaurus. We're both on Instagram. I'm at Brian.LDG, and Frank is at the Frankosaurus once again. We can be found on Facebook for general posts and information. And finally, over at Twitch tv slash level down games for all of our live streams feel free to say hello when you drop on by and remember if you sub to us on youtube follow us on twitch and leave us that review we will send you some crappy steam games you need to get rid of them we'll send them to you Doing all these things will ensure that you never miss an episode of Max Level, our video game podcast every Monday. Game Oracles, our video game trailer show every Tuesday. BG Mania, a video game music podcast every Wednesday. And Glow, a podcast dedicated to professional wrestling every Thursday. Plus, you'll have access to all of our video reviews, top 10 series, revisiting the classics, unboxings, let's plays, reaction videos, and so much more. Of course, all this is also found on our main home internet, and hopefully yours as well. Leveldowngames.com, which will be done with the redesign relatively soon, within two weeks. Next week, we're finishing the first ever series that we started. One series is coming to a close next week. We're going to be doing... Yeah, exactly. We got part six of the Super Mario series, where we'll be taking a look solely at tracks from Super Mario Odyssey. Because it's the only game, we'll probably have 20 tracks from Mario Odyssey. Because I know that soundtrack is way bigger than 20 tracks. It's hefty. <laughs> it's hefty. So we'll probably have 20 tracks to Mario Odyssey next week. It'll be a good one. But then after Mario, we'll just be focusing on The Legend of Zelda and Final Fantasy until we're completed. And then we'll be free to move on to other game series for, to look at here at BG Mania. Mm-hmm. Taking us out of this episode once again is the classic On Her Majesty's Secret Service from 007 Legends. The classic. Keep the music playing and keep it loud. As long as it's not 007 Legends.